0: Welcome back, friends, to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky,
1: and my name is Michelle Moss. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Hi, Michelle. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Um, you know, we record on Mondays, and we record ahead sometimes. But today is the first full day of spring, um, and today is my mom's birthday. And I can't tell you how much I miss my mama. She's been gone now for 11 years and she would have been 79 today. Um, And I missed her so much. So I thought it kind of inspired me to bring to the table um, a, a quick discussion of who has inspired you in your life, especially female wise, you know, um, and I can honestly say for me, my mom taught my sister and I to take the middle of the fence, not make judgments, listen wisely to everything that's being said. Um, she was the kindest woman ever, uh, just gentle and sweet and, you know, accepting of my friends and my bad boyfriends and then my husband and I mean, she, she and my dad just really role modeled love and kindness. And I think that, you know, again, that's really put things into play for me. Um, as far as how I view life and what's important. So what about you? What, what, what do you think has, who has inspired you?
0: Um, I think that's what's cool. And you mentioned this topic to me. I really like stopped and like kind of thought about different relationships in my life. And it's, so cool to think like we can get just like a little that little nugget from like all these different people even if they don't stay in our lives forever like Mm -hmm. obviously my mom I watched her be a single mom and she was always such a hard worker and you know we always had so much fun together but then even watching her when we had a cheerleading business like she was so kind and she always made it like a point to like help the kids and make sure they could be a part of the team if maybe they couldn't financially or always supporting like everyone. I always watched her do that. Um, so definitely got my work at work ethic from my mom. Um, but I can also say something that first thing that came to my mind was, um, the fact that like, I have had so many different women in my salon chair and I've been doing hair. I don't know. I lost track like 18 years. So all of those relationships, um, have really made a big impact on my life. I love that. It kind of, kind of explain that
1: a little bit more to our listeners?
0: Um, well, it's all the different, obviously my clients have watched me go through a lot and, and not every rela- client in my chair is like, you know, you word vomit all your personal life. Cause you know, you're kind of taught not to go there, but some of those, friends, right, You can't help to not build a friendship with some of the people in your chair. That's why me and you are doing what we're doing. We wanted to empower women. And, you know, some of my clients, if they've been divorced, are we connected on that? And just, realize that's where we got a lot of our strengths from or i have a client who is sally if you're listening don't hate me i don't know your age but i would say she's maybe late 70s but <laughs> she's like <laughs> the sweetest lady ever and she's watched me grow so much and she's always someone that's there to like toot my horn and and make me feel good for the growth that i've had um at my age and just everything i've been through so all of those women and that intertwining of just those pieces that bring us together.
1: Like I know that those women like would still have my back. Well, and I love that because again, sometimes our family is our chosen family. We have great families we come to and some people have families that aren't so great. So sometimes they look outside of that core group and find connections and family in other people and i love that because when we went through all the stuff we did it's that chosen family the, the the people around you and i love that you're you're saying first of all it's built on communication and relationship you've built these relationships with these ladies you communicate with them you're sharing your stuff they listen they share their stuff when the relationship is right and you can't help it like you said it might not be something you're supposed to do like you you know like the rules, but when you've got somebody in your chair for 15 years, like you had with me, how do we not build a friendship? You're there for sometimes two hours, three hours, you know, so that's your chosen family. And that's the family that can support you and see your growth. And I, I love that. You're also saying I'm open to learning again. You have an 80 year old person in your chair. You have a 16 year old person in your chair and you know what we can learn from everyone. I love that. I love that openness. And, you know, going a little further for me, my mom was the, like the, the, the prime, you know, first person who taught, taught me those things. But then as I've gotten older and my sister's wonderful too, she and I have, it's like her and I against the world because both of our parents are past, but um, you know our families together and, and the way we look at life, but also surrounding me, I've surrounded myself with these amazing women. I mean, Ray and Kelly and Cindy, and I mean, just Tina and, and Leanne and you. And I mean, I have this core group of people that lift me up and that I try to lift up them because, and I still learn from everyone. I mean, again, I always defer to Ray because she's such a lover of learning. She's the treasure of our, another act of kindness. And she's never done anything like this before in her life, but she loves to learn. She's the one that goes on and learns how to knit or goes on and learns microeconomics, or, you know, does these crazy things that she keeps learning. And I love that as an example, you know, to to, what's kind of cool about it too, is like, once you allow yourself to be vulnerable
0: and real, it's like, in those relationships, you can learn to play into like each other's strong suit or how you can support each other. Um, and that is another part of that growth, you know, is like, I know the friends, um, or the clients in my chair that when they might need a little bit of like tough love or that, no, you can do this kind of thing. Um, you know, we just have those real conversations and I want them to see what I see the good that yeah. I see in them, the strength that I see in them. Like I always try to play into that and help them see it even more.
1: But yeah, it's like we become each other's cheerleaders. I mean, I have another friend I already mentioned, but Kelly, who, you know, she was a nurse for 30 years and retired. And, and she is, this is so beautiful. I love this, an artist of so many ways. She does art with shells and, and she does, makes jewelry and she's a painter. And I mean, these are things and it's kind of beautiful to think, okay, we're retiring from what we're passionate about. So someday I'll be done being a therapist. Well, I'll probably never be done being a therapist, but you know, I'll step back from that. And, and then I can look for passions that move me forward. It light me up that, you know, you're not just done, you know, there's so many things to do and, and, and fill your life with these things that are um, just the next step, you know, you work hard, and then you want to do something that's going to be, it doesn't have to be just for you. Like, you know, Kelly is an artist and Ray is a learner and, you know, and mine might be my altruistic stuff. I love this, the nonprofit we're starting, but it's having a passion and seeing that. And again, I'm learning that from each person that's in my life. And, and again, I look at you and I'm so proud of you because you are way further beyond where I was at your age, I mean your, your growth and your idea about life and your view on things um, has really, I mean it. It's almost like you have a soul of a fifty-year-old already. You know. Oh, thank you. Looking young, there's no way no one anyone would think you look over fifty. But you know that inner strength, that inner experience, and and utilizing and not wallowing in it, but moving forward. And you know, and I hope that me being in your life has been a part of that too. You know, it's all about that connecting. Yeah. Well, I th- that's what helped me step into it though. It's accepting that
0: growth was when I chose to be more vulnerable, because that was kind of hard for me. Like that's not really as big in my family to like really share the hard stuff. Um, so when I chose to do that is I think it also allows you the space to see maybe what you need to work on in yourself. And when you're not willing to be vulnerable, then you don't see those areas of your life that maybe you need to strengthen or, you know, put out there for growth. Um, Cause that can be hard and that can be scary. And that could just be another form of like feeling like it's going to hurt your self-esteem when what I learned was figuring out where I needed to grow actually helped me become more confident and love myself for who I am, my
1: strengths and my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And I love that this is, this topic has come up again because we did a podcast about this a couple of weeks ago about allowing ourselves to show our vulnerability. <laughs> I probably vomit too much information. I mean, I meet somebody, we start talking. And, um, you know, like I said, I've met my one friend, Char. We met standing in the line at Giant Eagle. Um, and, and we become friends and, and see each other all over the place. And But, it, you know, when you do allow yourself to be, a, be more real and show all, you know, vulnerable parts of you, people really, really connect to that. It's a, a really honest open way to build relationships and that's people always say how do i find friends how do i build relationships it's it's sharing but it's also listening it goes back to that being a, available to the other person and so when we just named these people that are in our lives um starting with my mom who was always there no topic was off topic and i'll say that to clients when they sit down for the first session no topic is off topic. We might, you might tell me, let's put a pin in it. And, and I don't want to talk about that right now. And I will give you that respect, but that means that's a topic we need to come back to. Mm -hmm. And so I clearly state that in the beginning, but yeah, I just, I, I just think it's amazing how we can connect so fully to other people and learn from each other. And hopefully our listeners are learning a little bit from listening to us, you know, being real and being vulnerable.
0: Yeah, and if I often say that too like I like connecting and I like meeting new people but you know don't if if that is something you feel like you're maybe missing in your life like you were like oh I want to meet new people I want to have those stronger more I always say like I like to have you know just deeper conversations um and allowing myself to be put in uncomfortable places like networking has always been something that kind of scares me. Uh, so I would challenge you to our listeners. If you're feeling in that place where you want, you know, deeper conversations, more like-minded friends, um, I told you to go out and put yourself in that situation of maybe a networking or try a class of something that interests you. So you can meet more like-minded friends. Like you said, Kelly likes to do the art type stuff. Well, go try an art class, go do, I don't know, a paint and sip or Pottery or a jewelry making. I don't know. There's so many different classes out there or um, a Zumba class and something that feels a little uncomfortable. I know for me personally, I used to not go and take any classes unless I knew exactly what it was like walking in the door because I hated being uncomfortable that much. And Mm -hmm. now it's like, I try to put myself in uncomfortable situations because now that I'm doing that, like this last year, I feel like since we've been able to do more things, um, I've met some really, really great women that are on like
1: similar paths than me. Absolutely. Um, and, and again, that uncomfortable thing, that uncomfortable feeling is where we grow. And there's, like you just said, you can Google, um, things to do in Northeast Ohio. And I've done this with clients cause there's a, there's a thousand clubs, especially now that the pandemic is hopefully in the rearview mirror. Like I have a friend, Tina, who's a writer and she invited me to go to this writing class. Cause I I'm writing this book and you know, I it didn't work out, but she's not afraid to go. It's not like you have to have somebody to hold your hand either. You go there and you meet new people. That's the point. You meet people who are interested in the same kind of things that you are. Um, and so I think that that is just an amazing way to grow. Um, and, and it isn't always easy, but that's the point. No, it
0: definitely still scares me. And that was just my a goal that I've had this last year. was like, okay, how do I get uncomfortable? And then I'm like,
1: well, talk about, yeah. Talk about uncomfortable. When I saw the billboard to jump in the, in late cable for the polar bear plunge, um, I had thought about it and and then made that split second decision to do it. And we had the time of our lives. I've met some of the best people. It's grown this, another act of kindness, like exponentially, just because that split second, Oh, I've thought about doing that for years and this is a great time to do it. You know? Um, I just think again, meeting, meeting new people is not always easy, but again, after what we just went through with John almost dying, I do not hold back. I'm not afraid. I I love to meet new people. It's not I don't even feel uncomfortable anymore. And if if you like me, you do. And if you don't, that's okay too. (laughs) I'm gonna be me and keep talking and keep sharing and keep keep loving. Um, but it's it's put things in perspective when you're looking at death in the eye, you know. Oh, for sure. People are less scary. Yeah. But I will say too, like if you
0: are someone and you're listening and you're like, Oh, but going to those things really sounds uncomfortable to me. So I encourage you to ask yourself, do I like my reason why I wouldn't go? Because if it's just discomfort, go, just do it, make a new friend, grab somebody and take them with you. Just learn to be in that uncomfortable situation. Cause I can tell you, like, I I'm really grateful for it. Even though I'm still working through a lot of that. I have to have a lot of pep talks, especially if I don't have someone to go to an event with me and I'm showing up by myself. Um, but you knew that like the first time I went to the summit of greatness, I went totally by myself. That was yeah, I love that a lot of discomfort, but so yeah, just make sure you like your reason. If you're, if you're willing to let that uncomfortable feeling take over, um, sometimes you got to push through.
1: And so going full circle all the way around, I want to say thank you to my mama in heaven. I want to say thank you to the beautiful friends who are in my life um, and who have helped me grow. And just thank you to you, Lauren, for um, being in this place together. And and like I always say, I can't wait to see what tomorrow or next month or next year brings, because there's good stuff coming, right?
0: Yes. No, I love
1: that. All right. Well, um, I hope our listeners got something and maybe they can reach out and let us know who, who has inspired them in their life. And um, as always, stay cheeky.